Hello, hello, hello. I'm Ed Dyson. I'm Charlie Valentine. And we are United, United Queendom. Queendom, bringing you all things Drag Race, plus The Ed and Charlie Show, in which we help the celebs and plebs who need it the most, with their many, many, many problems. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. Remember to rate, review, and always, always share. Now let's get on with the show. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. When this airs, Valentine's Day will be tomorrow. So everyone now is just rushing around, getting their last minute Buying presents. their roses, buying their chocolates, booking the restaurant. Well, not everyone, but what what are your thoughts on Valentine's Day, Charlie? I, do you want the tea? <laughs> Hot and scalding, please. please. I've never... Milk, no sugar. <laughs> I've <laughs> never, never celebrated Valentine's Day in my life. Do you want to know the tea? Yeah. Me either. Oh, really? Actually, that's not true. But yeah, I'm pretty much true. <laughs> what a twist. <laughs> <laughs> Well, this is going to be a short episode then. Yeah, I've never done it in my life. I think it's stupid. I do. I don't like it's it. It's ridiculous, no. And I was really happy because I um, was single pretty much until I met my current partner. Yes, I'm still testing out partner. I yes, I sound like a lesbian. I don't care. <laughs> I'm too old for boyfriend, I think. But I met him. I think when I was 23 or 24, and he was my first serious, serious partner. And up until that point, I'd always said, I hate Valentine's Day. I don't celebrate it. It's stupid. But I didn't have anyone to celebrate it with. So I always kind of looked like, oh, well, are you just bitter about it? But then I got a partner and I still carried on not celebrating it. So yes. I think I've been true to my word. And I, now I know I'm not just bitter. I do think it's stupid and pointless. It is. It's just money making machine. Yeah. And it's just like annoying. I don't really, I'm not someone who likes PDAs. Like oh, you know. I don't. I mean, like if you're drunk in a club, I wouldn't be someone who just kind of start kissing my partner in public. Not that he would be receptive anyway. You're not straddling uh, him uh, on the tube. Not anymore. No. <laughs> <laughs> not on the <laughs> northern line, at least. If <laughs> I asked you before what your favourite line is, the Vicky line. That's my least favourite. That's the best. It's so quick. My favourite is Bakerloo line. But that's so old. Is that where you like them? I was there when it opened. <laughs> I'm sure the whole days. Uh, so neither of us like Valentine's Day. I, I said I never celebrated it, but I remember the first couple of years I was with my partner, we used to do a thing that we stopped doing now, which was, don't even say it, which was um, going somewhere that was really unromantic as like a, almost like a protest, but still like a treat. So we used to go to like like the diner or like just some crap, like burger joint. Yeah. um, And just have like a sloppy thing that wasn't romantic, but was still doing something. But now we don't even do that. It's just like, yeah, I, I think if you need a day to remind you to be romantic and nice to your relationship, then maybe something's wrong. It is. yeah. Yeah. Although I guess we have Christmas for daily life, for actual life. Exactly. Not daily life, that'd be weird. <laughs> um, so yeah, obviously we're going to come at this with a cynical edge, but I'm going to, we're not doing any, cele- no celebrities have written in this week, which is weird. Um, yeah, the plebs was... have, but we're not opening them because we can do better. So I'm going to ask myself and yourself a series of Valentine's Day romantic questions. Oh, here we go. Ooh. Can I pass? You do get one, pass? what's that thing they do on Andy Cohen's show? Oh, Plead the Fifth. So they usually get a round of questions and you're allowed, is it one plead the fifth? Yeah, and then you have to answer everything else. Yeah, nothing's that bad though. (laughs) So the first one is, can you tell me... Where's the body? (laughs) (laughs) What was your first kiss? My first kiss, okay, I was 19. What, like, are you meaning obviously full on snog? You must have snogged someone before that. No. 
I was a late, late bloomer. And was this a girl or a boy? This was a boy. It is so a... you never snogged a woman? Oh, you snogged that lesbian at your work party. I've snogged girls since, yeah. But you never had uh, the... No, I never... I was such a late bloomer. I was so nervous and shy. Yeah. My first kiss was in a night called Pop Stars. Should we just go Pop Stars? Yeah, but it was in Sheffield. Were you talking about Sheffield? No, I was talking about... Um, there was a pop star. Oh there. no! Yeah, no. I'm thinking of population in Sheffield. Pop stars in London. <gasps> that was so much fun. But that was just when I moved to London, and then it was stopped it, almost immediately. Was it? So it was near Bank, was it? It was near. So when it was I think really it started cool. at La Scala in King's Cross. I don't. I think it's where it started, and then when I and that's when apparently that was like the heyday, and like Kylie performed there once, and and then. It, when I came to London, it was at the Den in Hoban. I think that's when I went to it. And I used and to go, I can tell you, I went every Friday night for about 16 weeks in a row. They had cute boys there. It was, and it was for that young, okay, it was that really creepy, young boys. But I mean... But you were a young boy. But yeah, I was like 18, 19 going there. And everyone there was like 18 to 24. Yeah. And obviously the odd creepy man. That was me. I was there. <laughs> <laughs> um, it just felt like such a young place. Anyway, so it was, yeah, it was in Pop Stars to a... Um, a the gay famous guy. Who? Uh, he was a rapper slash porn star. Gay famous? Yeah, I'd say he was on. Is and it... he had a song? No, he was a rapper called Q Boy. Oh, he was the boy you kissed? Yeah. I think when he was playing in the background. No, this rapper called Q Boy. <laughs> who's now still DJ. He DJs at he- I follow him on Instagram. He still DJs at Heaven and all these nights across London. I think he's like one of the top London gay DJs. And there are a lot. I mean, I don't forget. I don't. I say top. I don't. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how established his Instagram makes it look like he's busy. <laughs> well, a lot can happen on Instagram. Instagram. It was yeah. He was so I. He did a Channel Four documentary called "Coming Out," "Coming Out to Class," "Coming Out in School," and he was from Essex. And he talked about like how it's so hard to come out of school. That's where I knew him from. Oh. And so I knew. And then I went to Pop Stars, and I was nineteen. Was I? In? I think I was just back to nineteen, and I saw him, and I was like, "Oh my god, I know who he is, I know who he is." And then got progressively <laughs> drunk, and then kind of launched myself at him in the club. But you didn't even know if you could kiss or not. Do you think you were? About oh, to I kiss could him? not. <laughs> it's really hard at first to know how to kiss, isn't it? And then once you know, it's like, "Oh, this was so simple." But you just have to learn by trial and error. Yeah. <laughs> Some people still don't know though. Oh, I yeah. suppose you don't kiss. You only kiss one person now. If that. <laughs> yeah, I've, I I've always been very, very good at kissing. I don't know why. And some I'm not... people have bizarre. You like you can't. I don't. What's going on here? Well, yeah. Some people. It's usually over tongue. Also, some people kind of biting. That's a weird thing. But I, some people are into. That. I had recently. He he just stuck his tongue in my mouth. I just held it there. I told you I was very drunk, Charlie, and I apologised. <laughs> I don't know why you bring it up. But I didn't know what to do with it. Do you look around it? He just held it in my mouth. I think he just almost meant to perform oral on it. Just like suck it off. Oh, I don't want to suck his tongue. Well, then the other option is to leave. (laughs) Uh, Those are the two options. Um, My first kiss was with a girl called Gemma. Gemma with a G, not my friend Gemma with a J, in case she's listening and thinks I snogged her while she was asleep. (laughs) And that was like in junior school. And um, it wasn't very eventful, but needless to say... I didn't do that again. So, if if you feel bad about that, Gemma with a G, that's on you. It's on you. My first kiss with a boy was, I think it was with a man called Paul. He was a lot older than me. I don't know if I should even talk about it. It might have been abused. No, it was. <laughs> I don't know, back then the, the, the lines were more blurred. 
I didn't, I didn't consider it as abuse till just now, but in hindsight, <laughs> second. in hindsight, the age gap was alarming at best. <laughs> um, so who was your first girlfriend or boyfriend? Well, it will definitely be boyfriend. She went even kissed a girl. No, it was um, a guy called Seb. Seb? Seb Sebastian. Was he very, very rich? He was not. Was he a crab that lived under the sea? <laughs> Exactly, that's who it was. You got it. <laughs> My God, you only kiss famous people. Oh, no, he uh, was. Sebs and plebs. <laughs> <laughs> he was. Uh, he, I, we went to uni together, but I didn't really speak. And then we hung. He randomly messaged me on Facebook one time and said, Do you want to hang out? And I did, but it's kind of platonically. And then um, we ended up in the same place in Italy. All your stories come back to Italy. I know. Well, he was Ita- Well, he was like British born, but like Italian. Racially, ethnically. <laughs> People often wonder, is Italian a race? Yeah. I'm gonna say I don't race. wonder. I, do I don't think it is. Um, and then um, <laughs> we started, yeah, and then we started dating in Italy. And it was very tempestuous. It was very Italian. We used to break up every other week. And he's like throwing plates like Maria and Sex and the Sea. Another firework! Paping! You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. That's how I imagine it. It was fiery so Italian relationship. We used to argue and break up all the time. Break up. Bye-bye. Oh, my God. We were like the saga of Italy, yeah. When I was younger, though, I used to fantasise about being in a relationship, and that's what I fantasised about, was, like, big dramatic arguments and, like, not talking and then get back together. <laughs> and it was only when I got older and experienced that that I realised, oh, the, the thing to fantasise about is being with someone nice that you like and, like, having a nice time. It yeah. doesn't sound as exciting, but, yeah, that, that drama stuff isn't as much fun as it seems when you're actually in it. <laughs> it was mental. We had to laugh every last time though, and then we went to it. We got, a, I mean, we got a coach up to Ljubljana, Slovenia. The coach has ruined the romance for me now. <laughs> <laughs> and we went to Lake Bled, had a little time around Lake Bled, and we, um, it rained. We had to, we stayed in this weird Airbnb, and the only thing we could find on the TV was like Slovenian porn. <laughs> and so we, we, watched, we just were watching Slovenian porn in bed, and then we, um, uh, oh, 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 oh. It was just, like just Melania <laughs> Allegedly um, <laughs> um, No we had a nice time Yes Seb And then we He lives in Italy now And then he came back to London About two years ago And we hooked up And it was Nice It was quite cute It was a realisation A throwback like, we, Yeah it was a nice throwback We weren't meant to be <laughs> Oh that's a nice story no though arguments though no, 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 he's all right. Little Seb. <laughs> Ciao, if you're listening, Seb. This one could be... Um, oh, wait, what was my... Well, my first boyfriend, proper boyfriend, really, is still my partner. So... Life partner. I won't be able to dish the dirt until this is over. <laughs> <laughs> but when that happens, there'll be an hour-long special. Sure. I have a lot to say. <laughs> the next one could be cringe for you, but, uh, but equally for me. Um, name a present you got for Valentine's Day. I haven't had. Uh, have I, I don't ever, think have, I've ever had one. I don't think <laughs> I've ever had. Um, I have been given romantic presents. Yeah, I've got romantic presents, but not on Valentine's Day. I think once my boyfriend got me. Oh, I said boyfriend. He got me cufflinks with our nicknames on them. <laughs> I said cuffs, and they got me handcuffs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's cute. Oh, what is your nickname? That's... Well, back then I believe it was Coconut, and his was Spud. Because I look like a coconut. Because you like coconut. 
Oh no, it was back then. It was because I was wearing this hair wax that smelled of coconut, and I called him Spud because he looked like a Spud. But over the years, it's evolved, and now I call him Egg because whilst he looks like a Spud, he also looks more like an egg. And these days, he calls me Mouse because I'm small and furry, and I like scurry around. And I choose. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, but no Valentine's gifts for me. No, I've been given. Oh, this is gonna make work for Someone, I'll have to. I don't. We can't post on the. We can post on the Instagram. One boy drew a picture of me as a romantic gift. Oh, Liz did that for me once at Valentine's Day. Actually, it literally looks like I'm a. I look like a drawing of Ted Bundy or something. It looks so horrific. (laughs) Ted Bundy's not bad. (laughs) A serial killer's go. (laughs) He'd be in my top five if I had to for serial killers. (laughs) Peter Suckworth number one definitely. But I'm from Yorkshire, so I'm biased. Oh yeah, Yorkshire Ripper. <laughs> um, and also, I was going to ask present you gave, but I'm guessing you didn't give either. I give anyone a romantic present. I did one actually. Haven't. There was this one boy I bought who was a massive. Um, it was a kind of friend who I really fancied, uh, but we were only ever seen each other as friends. And then I knew he was a huge Moulin Rouge fan. He's always. Vous vous coucher avec moi ce soir. And okay. then um, he said, "Come over to mine once." And we'll just hang out. And then he lived just, weirdly, just off Oxford Street in this tiny flat. And on the way, I was like, we'll pop into HMV. That dates this story, doesn't it? I popped into <laughs> HMV. <laughs> you were on MySpace at the time. And bought the DVD and then turned up at his flat, the DVD. And then he gave me a snog. So I oh. got it. Yeah, it all worked out. Come what me. <laughs> um, what is the, who is the one person in the world you could have a date with? I could have a date with. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> let me read that again. If you could choose anyone in the world to have a date with, who would it be? Who this would... episode oh. was put together very shoddily at the last minute. I apologise. You know I really fancy. I mean, this is, is like June? this is a novel. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is a. I'm sure loads gay men have this. Tom Hardy, Luke, Luke Evans, Luke Evans. I once sat behind him in a theatre, so we're practically already have. <laughs> he was that kissing voice? a mixed race man. Oh, this was a year ago, so that could have changed. I can, I can dark up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you already have with your sunbeds I think he's so handsome He is very handsome I mean, and not, actually gay It's not controversial opinion It's good to fantasise about those that are actually gay I think I want to say from, I used to quite fancy Tom Ford Although he's, he's a bit plastic I don't really know what he looks he's like He's very handsome but very Botoxed and has three baths a day Mine would I have three baths a day Well one long bath <laughs> so not three <laughs> <laughs> I think it's the you length. Top the water up. <laughs> I do because I start watching a film and then like the thought of getting out fills me with dread, yeah. so I just keep topping up and topping oh, up until eventually I'm just kind of <laughs> floating there like a turd. <laughs> <laughs> Mine would be Michael Bublé because I, for me, he's my idea of like the dream husband that yeah. I'd want to marry. So I want to have a date with him and make my proposal. Like, I know you're not gay. I know I don't have money to offer. Or much, but I think that I could make this work. <laughs> I don't think he's going to go for it, but I want to at least know I asked. Um, oh, I'm trying. What is your favourite um, romantic song of all time? Or what do you think is the most romantic song? Romantic of all song. Time? Oh, Moon River. I bet uh, Michael Bublé has sung that as well. I love Moon River. Is it originally Frank Sinatra? It's originally. Moon um... River. No, it's originally Audrey Hepburn. It was written for that film. Is the film called Moon River? No, Breakfast at Tiffany's. I've 
never seen Breakfast at Tiffany's. Never seen Breakfast Actually, it's not an amazing film. I love the song Breakfast at Tiffany's, which I know is love only it. about what? the film. Don't you just love those 90s one-hit wonders? Yes! Breakfast at Tiffany's. And the the novel ones... I've written is called One Hit Wonder, and it's all about that. It oh. has yet to get a deal. <laughs> but fingers crossed, I'll let you guys know if it happens. Breakfast That's one of my favourite songs of all time. Right, yeah. The I tea. I... No, the original... Yeah, no, it was written for that film. And it's written, someone, oh, weird fact, it was written because the year before, I think this is right, Goldfinger won the Oscar. And so they said they want to write a film. Dame Shirley. They wanted to write a song for Breakfast Tiffany's that would win an Oscar. And so it's the same thing where it goes, Goldfinger, it goes Moon River. It's like, apparently it's like the same tune somehow. I would somehow. have thought that cool. Moon River was a much older song than Goldfinger. No, they would have been, I think they were like a year apart. The Damn. 60s? Do you know that once Shirley Bassey yeah. sung Goldfinger to me, just the two of us? What? I was at a film awards with my old boss at a newspaper, and uh, she was friends with Dame Shirley Bassey's PR, and so we got to hang out in the dressing room with Dame Shirley Bassey, and she was wasted and smoking in the dressing room, even though this was after the smoking ban. And um, she got so drunk we had to escort her out. And there was three of us escorting her out and I told her a true story, which was that I once got booed off stage at a gay bar for singing Hey Big Spender badly. Yeah. And then she said, darling, it's all about the confidence, the confidence you've got to project. And then she just burst into a rendition of Goldfinger in the car park while we were just like stunned at this wasted Dame oh Shelley Bassey. Oh my God. It was everything. That does sound amazing. <laughs> I'm surprised she's still alive actually. Well, she's living up in Monaco, isn't she? When I think of Moon River, that I think of, isn't it used in a scene in Sex and the City with Big and Carrie? Yeah. Don't you play it just before he leaves New York, the first... Oh, yeah, when he goes to uh, Napa. When you go to Napa, if you're tired, you take a Napa. You, you don't, don't go, go to, to Napa. Napa. Oh, so good. <laughs> um, no, it's, it's the line my Huckleberry friend kills me. Is that in Sex and the City? No, that's in the song, Moon River. My Huckleberry friend. I need to watch Breakfast at Tiffany's. I wish it was on Netflix, because I can only watch things on Netflix. Um, as a, as a, sorry, just that, it's, a, it's incredibly racist that film. <laughs> Why? They have Mick, you know Mickey Rooney, the actor, the little actor. He's like an old. It was like with Shelley Temple. He's like an old child star, and then became an older actor. I don't know. Oh no, not Shelley Temple. Judy Garland. Have you seen Judy? Sorry, this is like going all over the shop. <laughs> I love Judy. I think we talked about it in the podcast. The Renee Zellweger. Yeah. So he's the. Do you know she has cake with a boy, and they're like taking photos. When she's a child actress, and they're making out. That's her boyfriend. I remember the keg, I don't really remember the boy. So there's a boy her age when she's a child actor. Yeah, and there's like all paparazzi and they've got the like the pretending they're a couple. It's coming, yeah, it's coming, it's coming. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <Keep going. laughs> um, so he's and that's That's Mickey Rooney's. He grew up to be like an actor like her. Yeah. And then he's in Breakfast Tiffany's playing a Chinese man with full on Chinese accent. Oh, and like as a joke. No, and like oh. full on Chinese act like they they tie like um tape his eyes back. Full on like Chinese makeup, and it oh comes God. out as a Chinese. It's like crazy. It's <gasps> wild. This is like how everyone says in the Jungle Book: the what they the vultures are racist. No, the crows. Oh, got the, they're black voices. Oh no, they the Beatles. Something's racist. Oh, is it in the Lion King? I don't know. There's a lot of racist Disney stuff. No, but Breakfast Tiffany's is like it's mm. wild. When you watch it, like this is mad. It He's doing how... a full on Chinese voice with a Chinese face. Wow. It shows how unromantic we are that we're trying to talk about romantic stuff and keep coming back to like racism and awful things. <laughs> but this may be your same answer. What's your most romantic movie of all time? Um, 
Shirley, I love Shirley Valentine, but that's not really like that's more like romance with yourself. Just call it what it is. Ranking. <laughs> <laughs> Moon, edit that out, obviously. Um, what? Oh, the way we were. I love the way we were. Oh, I only know that from the Six and C, but I feel like I've watched it because of that. Oh, it's so good the way we were. <laughs> I'd really want to watch it. Um, mine is, well, my favorite rom com is When Harry Met Sally. But in a way, it's kind of the anti-rom-com. But I think it's yeah. one of the best films of all time. Oh, yeah. But in terms of, like, pure... Rom- well, as I've said before, True Romance is my favourite film. And I think it's very romantic, although violent. And then just a classic Titanic. Oh, Titanic's mm. incredible. I never watch Titanic and don't have the time of my life. The scale is incredible. Like... The scale of what? The film is, like, such a big film. Do you know what I mean? You know that they're remaking Titanic, not the film, the actual Titanic. They are, oh. yes. In like two years, it's going to actually it. do the journey and it's going to be a replica of the ship. Oh, fuck yeah. me. He's going to go out. They're going to do the same out. journey. It's amazing. Like, this is like people have gone... And recreate the iceberg trouble. as well. They're going to do, the, yeah. do it properly, guys. We're going to sink it as well. Gemma Collins is playing the iceberg. It's like people <laughs> who go up the World Trade Center in America. I'm just like, I know it's safe and it's not going to happen, but it's like... They got the tempting fate, yeah. They got the, the World Trade Center. The new one, yeah. Oh. I went and... Is it called World Trade Center? It's called... it's called One World Trade Center. It used to be called oh. the Freedom Tower, but they they now really don't like if you call it that. Cause it's, don't they? I think they think that the name of it kind of echoes something bad happening. Oh. Like it's too much of a reminder. Oh. So it's just called One World Trade Center. Oh, right. Which is now like as big... No, it's bigger than the World Trade Center was. And... I think that the length of the pipe spike or something is like a reference. I forget what it is. Yeah, isn't but... it the same height, but the spike makes it bigger? Yeah. It's, but there's different... And I think it's like but... the amount of feet is like the year that it was made or something. I don't know. Yeah. Why were we talking about the World Trade Center? <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> if you let me, I will always start talking about it. <laughs> um, what is... You might have already answered this. What is the most romantic moment of your life besides this episode? The most romantic moment of my life, besides this episode, it probably will involve someone buying me ice cream. <laughs> what is your favourite ice cream? Um, I like a mint chocolate chip. Mm, I've only recently got into that. I like a. I do like a high quality vanilla with the little black bits. I like. Um, mm. I do like a cookies and cream. Cookies and cream, I find very overrated. See, I don't like chocolate ice cream that much. I don't either. Um. Anything, cre- I like anything creamy, or ice cream's creamy. But I mean like, I like dulce de leche. Mm. Pistachio I like. Pistachio's mm. a good one. If you're in a proper gelato place, pistachio's a good flavour. Or obviously salt and caramel. But yeah. can I just give advice to everybody out there? Because I've just done Veganuary. Um, if you're on Veganuary, <laughs> do not get um, Ben and Jerry's or Halo Top dairy-free because they taste like crap. However, get vegan um, magnums. I've heard vegan yes. magnums. Vegan magnums are like They're you couldn't really even good. clock that lace from from a mile off. You could just eat them and be like, you have to keep checking the box. Like, hold up, what? It's amazing. So yeah. that's my tip of the them. week: vegan magnums. Even if you're not doing vegan, they're probably healthier than regular magnums, presumably. Oh. <laughs> So yeah, now we're on to ice cream. Um, did I ask 
Oh no, the most romantic moment of your life. You didn't answer. You just speculated it would be ice cream based. Yeah, it would be ice cream based. Or actually, Lake Bread, that trip was set where Lake Bread was actually really romantic. I've never heard of Lake Bread. Um, it sounds like a horror film. One bloke. <laughs> Which it kind of was. <laughs> um, one bloke did. And that's not your romantic, that's a funny story. One bloke bought me. Um, <laughs> one bloke bought me. He, he took me out for dinner, right? It came to... He was a bit of a I big spender. you're brushing fake hair off your face. Exactly. He was a bit of a big spender and the bill came to 280 quid, which luckily he paid. <laughs> oh, didn't. But he did. What was this restaurant? It's a steak restaurant in St. Paul's. That's all I remember. I know what it is. It's Jamie Oliver's restaurant, Barbacoa. I do not know. That's nice. It was so expensive. And we went in. He did this classic thing. We sat down, right? And he called the... Oh my God, this is so cringe. He called the waitress over. And he held her hand. He's like, listen, um, we're going to cause you a bit of trouble tonight because we're a bit cheeky. <laughs> Which point I was dying. Of embarrassment. A dying of embarrassment. <laughs> and then he just went, before he even asked, he just went, I want to have two espresso martinis. Oh, God. And I was like, it's like, excuse me, I can order for myself. But yes, but I, I did want that. <laughs> <laughs> I will have taken espresso martini. <laughs> Oh, I like a man to take charge. I'd like it if he ordered for me. Unless it was oh something God, horrible like white wine. <laughs> and then we went back. My friends love this. We went back to his. Basically, we left and I was very drunk and we snogged. And then I wanted to get the tube and went to the tube and it was shut. Oh. At which point I, th- I threw a visible fit in front of it and being like, I really want to get that tube. <laughs> he said, come in a cab back to mine. And I was like, fine. <laughs> we went back to his. And we got in bed. And he said, in my ear, can I... Um, can I sleep with you? And without, what did you think we without like a hesitation, I was like, absolutely not. After you just paid for three hundred pounds, yeah, you bitch, you have to. <laughs> that is not optional at that point. That is just putting absolutely not. And then I asked him, "When's the first tube?" And I said, "Put your alarm on because I'm getting up." <laughs> it's mad. And this is the most romantic moment of your life. We sure as hell don't want to know the least romantic. I'm, be, I'm very. I will say I'm very lucky. I do get dinner bought for me a lot by men. <laughs> I'm very lucky. And I get like pan. I had three men make me pancakes last year in the morning. You are a bit of a tosser. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very lucky that way. How about yours? The most romantic moment of my life, I don't know if I did talk about this on the podcast once, was when me and my lesbian life partner, my partner, were um, biking through like the fields in Essex. <laughs> very romantic. <laughs> somewhere near Harlow. It was somewhere near like where Victoria and David Beckham's house used to be. That wasn't the reason we were biking, but it just happened to be. And um, I careered out of control, as often happens, and like started falling into a barbed wire fence. But luckily, and this was God intervening, a la Pulp Fiction, I went through a gap in the fence, not the actual barbed wire, otherwise I would look like Scarface. Um, So I got up and then I wasn't confident on the bike anymore. So I was like pushing it and my partner was like riding slowly beside me. And then we came to this like part of the path that had been like flooded and there was no way to get through it. So he like carried me through the river, even though the like river was coming up to like his legs. So I didn't get wet and like pushed the bike and carried me kind of like those old riddles, you know, of like yeah. you get the chicken across, <laughs> but you can't take the fox. Yeah. And he had to do all these trips. And I got th- on the other side of the river, bone dry, and um, he carried me, and it reminded me of in Dante's Peak. Do you remember that film? Where, I haven't seen it. Where the granny, spoiler alert, pushes the boat in the lava, but her legs burn off. Even though it wasn't oh. as dramatic, because all he got was wet. But yeah. I was like, ah, oh, this yeah. is so romantic. Is that Pierce Brosnan? 
Yes, PS4. Yeah. When I did geography at school, every week the geography teacher used to put Dante's Peak on and then leave the room. Uh-huh. <laughs> and that was my entire geography uh-huh. education. Brilliant. But yeah. yeah, that was definitely the most romantic moment of my life. That and I still remember it do. fondly. Me and my dry stumps. <laughs> I'm sorry, that sounded worse than I meant it to. Um, my last question. I love this question. This is the big one. What would, at your wedding, would you ever get married, by the way? Yeah. What would you want your first dance song to be? Annoyingly, well, not annoyingly, but I've always said Moon River. Oh. That's always been my first dance. Uh, yeah, I've always thought of Moon River as my first dance. And the no backups. No backups. Gangnam Style. Anything. <laughs> oh, my Gangnam Style. It's, um... I bet some couple has done that. Break up, bye-bye, bye, the Proctor's Right. <laughs> <laughs> you could probably get them to perform it live. That would be amazing. <laughs> I've also... I've always... That's... I mean, this is very niche. It was, um... The end song of Slumdog Millionaire. <laughs> I just watched that the other day. Latika's theme. That'd it's a really a gorgeous piece of music at the end. Song, like, oh my god, the... I can't remember it. I remember. J Ho, you are in the moon. Does Nicole hate that song? Does she? I feel like she came out and said she hates that song. Does she think it's cultural appropriation? She's with Tom Evans. He's gorgeous, isn't he? He is gorgeous, but he there's some. Sometimes someone's so thick that like it kind of puts you off. Yeah. Um, and also he seems. I shouldn't say that, but him and his brother seem very incestuous. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> have you seen that video shoot they did of that calendar and they're just all over each other and it's the oh, sixth calendar up, get it up now I will send you the link it's weird that's mine no, it's so weird <laughs> so I'm going to do my first dance song as Humpting Wong oh, oh so in my head I was like you can get Humpting Wong to perform <laughs> she's a good singer so what I always wanted well I don't want to get married but if I did this was my idea which I gifted to someone as, which they've now had as their first dance but this is what I wanted and it's an acoustic version of this song which traditionally is a bit faster and I'll do my acoustic version humming style okay oh. whopper humming style sorry <laughs> right let's go <laughs> oh my god it's coming to me <laughs> I only want to be with you. Yeah! Is that what it's called, though? Yeah, only want to be with you. By Dust. No, Dusty yeah. Springfield. Dusty Ray Bottom. Yeah, oh, Dusty, Dusty Springfield. Yes! I absolutely loved that song. And something oh. about that song to me is just so romantic. It's just the simplicity of no matter what you do, I only want to be with you. And then I really always dreamed for years of someone doing a really slow ballad version of it, yeah. which has now happened. Oh. I think it's, I've forgotten who it is. It's someone like, Nadine not Hoyle. Dua Lipa, <laughs> but someone like kind of young and, I think she did it for an advert that wasn't John Lewis, but like that kind of vibe. Oh. And it is nice, but it wasn't as good as the version I had in my head. Um, I just think it's a beautiful, timeless song. Also, this is more for a straight couple. So Moon, if you get married, you can have this one. It's a bit almost cliched, but I think Wonderful Tonight is just a beautiful Oh, I like song. that song. Really oh, nice. yeah, Eric Clapton. Eric Clapton, yeah. yeah. yeah I love that one. Yeah, that's brilliant. So, we got through our Valentine's special. I think we answered quite well, given we both don't like, like it. Valentine? Yeah. But I hope that all the listeners have a lovely Valentine's Day and you're not put Happy off by romance, everyone. Because the one that we love is all of you. Edit that out, Moon. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> so thank you all for listening. Now you have no excuse to forget to buy someone something because we've reminded you a day early. Send us some love hearts. Yeah, send us something. What do we want? I just want the cash, Kath. <laughs> I'm referencing 99 because I just watched just, it. Just start now. Oh, I don't like that one, Kathy. Um, yeah, thank you all for listening. <laughs> thank you, everyone. Happy Valentine's Happy Day. Happy Valentine's Day. Bye. The letters featured on The Ed and Charlie Show are not real. Any listeners who thought otherwise should see a GP immediately. The Ed and Charlie Show is affiliated with no one and is likely to die alone and should be kept away from children, those easily offended, and the celebrities featured. Any celebrities wanting to send legal letters, please do not. We do not have the budget.